This is Ken Maron from the National Association of Black and White Men Together. Our subject today is the anti-gay people. We start by saying that some straight men should stop obsessing about gay people. Why do they care anything about something that's nothing to do with them and they occupy so much of their time and energy? Maybe they should interrogate their own prurient interests in other people's love, get at the root and figure out why the idea of male intimacy riles them. Over the past few weeks, several rappers have made insensitive or full-on homophobic statements about gay people. I do not follow rap artists, but they have strong sway in some communities and so need to be viewed as harmful sometimes. The rapper Da Baby did an HIV stigma-filled rant laced with harmful misinformation about the virus. Da Baby interrupted with an unsettling homophobic and HIV AIDS stigma-filled rant. Da Baby's comments were met with the swift backlash, thank goodness, from members of the LGBTQ community and its allies. For example, Elton John, Angelica Ross, Jonathan Van Ness, Idea Moore, and Madonna stepped in to denounce his words. Another rapper, T.I., defended Da Baby, saying that gay people had gone <clears throat> from being bullied to doing the bullying simply because they had urged Da Baby to apologize and pushing music festivals to drop him from their lineups. <clears throat> About a week after Da Baby's rant, Boozy Badass, a hip hop artist who came up in the 1990s, went after Little Nas X, one of the rare rappers who are openly, unapologetically gay, and threatened to assault him. He said, I'm going to speak up because as far as straight people in the world, you don't have any opinion, no more on sexuality, everything is harm, he said. If you say anything, I'm straight, I like women, it's vulgar to, well, you know. The country has quickly evolved on the acceptance of gayness, and that includes an evolution amongst black people. But as acceptance and visibility rise, the minority who feel threatened by gay people has grown louder. They talk about a, quote, gay agenda destined to recruit throngs to a gay, quote, lifestyle. Let's clarify. Being gay is not a lifestyle that one can choose. It is immutable feature of a life. Also, there's no explosion of gayness simply because gay people are now more visible than they once were. However, they still account for less than 10% of the population. Gallup recently measured a modest rise in those identifying as LGBT in the United States to 5.6% in, uh, in 2021 from 4.5% in 2017. That's a tiny fraction of the entire population. And yet, there are, they are still targets. I don't see a gay agenda in this story, but anti-gay agenda. Again, 
Why would a straight man devote so much time and energy to hating gay people? What is their return? Is this something that settles on the brain, those particular brains, and why can't the thought be quickly and easily vanquished? Charles Blow at the New York Times reminds us that James Baldwin told the Village Voice in the 1984 interview that macho men are, quote, far more complex than they want to realize. As Baldwin put it, they have needs which for them are literally inexpressible. They don't dare look into the mirror. And that is why they need faggots. They've created faggots in order to act out a sexual fantasy on the body of another man and not take any responsibility for it. In other words, some homophobes outwardly attack that which they are inwardly battling. But there's another idea that Baldwin expressed in that interview that is even more important to explore. That, quote, the sexual question and the racial question have always been intertwined. So many things about this observation, they ring so true. All of the isms and phobias are cousins that in a society that creates a hierarchy of humanity with white, straight, cisgender men at the apex, every person who is not white or straight or cisgender or male gets assigned a lower order of being. In that sense, uh, society uh, um, has racism and sexism, homophobia and transphobia, such that they're all branches from the same tree. And one bias can influence and amplify another. In a society that treats racism as a sport in which each racial group is jockeying against others, all of them shadowed by a culture of white supremacy laced with misogyny, anything that reduces your percentage of straight males or feminizes them is seen as a weakening the race. Gay black people may have become agents against black power and black liberation, a weight on the race. When this fraudulent thesis is, a drop, is adopted, intra-racial terror picks up where interracial terror left off. It is not the gay black person who becomes an instrument of white uh, supremacy attacks on black masculinity. It is the black homophobe who becomes the instrument of oppression against his own brethren. And it is important to point out that the racist and the homophobe often employ the same tactics. For example, white supremacists use the defense of children as a way of attempting to render their hatred honorable. Homophobes often use the same tactics, claiming they are protecting children from exposure. That is precisely the defense boozy badass used when appearing on the Breakfast Club radio show, expressing a fear that if rappers didn't speak out against certain expressions of gayness, an entire generation of children could be indoctrinated. But there is no amount of exposure that can make a straight man prefer a penis or 
a gay one prefer a vagina. If that were true, with all the straight love and affection gay kids are exposed to, they would only turn straight by the age of five. Sexual attraction and sexuality just don't work that way. And on a more serious note, there are also gay children who have known they were different for as long as they have known anything. And those children deserve representation and visibility. They need to know that there is nothing wrong, broken or evil about them, so that they too can feel normal and seen. The absence of that feeling has led to many to self-destructive behaviors, including suicide. Racists will often point to their friends of color of evidence that they are not racist themselves. For example, Trump's defenders often pointed out that he had many black friends in the hip-hop before he ran for president. This is the same kind of defense homophobes often use. Boozy Badass introduced the world to his gay manager in an Instagram post in an attempt to demonstrate that he could not be homophobia. Wrong. You can be racist with black friends and homophobic with gay ones. Again, Charles Blow at the New York Times has two things to say to black male homophobes. One, stop doing the work of the white supremacist patriarchy and fighting against the people you should be fighting for and with. Two, men who are secure don't care one bit about what gay people are doing behind closed doors. Not only does gayness have nothing to do with them, but on the evolutionary biology level, it also eliminates competitors from heterosexual competition for mates. Be more like these men. 